in this bulletin. Qantas CEO apologises for the airline's misconduct. Mixed reactions to media mogul Rupert Murdoch's legacy. And in football, Melbourne victory sign-on Matilda's Emily Gilnick ahead of the A-League women's campaign. With all the latest headlines from the SBS newsroom, I'm Katrina Stirrett. The new CEO of Qantas has apologised to customers for the series of recent scandals that made the aviation giant the subject of a Senate inquiry, pledging to rebuild customer trust. Qantas CEO Vanessa Hudson took over this month as the airline remains caught up in an ongoing inquiry into the decision to block Qatar Airways' bid for extra flights to Australia. This comes after it was revealed that outgoing CEO Alan Joyce could lose almost half of his final $21.4 million salary package after consumer backlash against the airline and allegations it sold seats on already cancelled flights. Ms Hudson says the company wants to move on from what she calls a humbling period, in which the High Court also ruled that the airline had illegally outsourced the jobs of its ground staff. The work is already underway. We're putting more people in our call centres to help solve problems faster. We're adding more frequent flyer seats. We're reviewing all of our customer policies to make sure they're fair. And we're giving our frontline teams more flexibility to better help you when things don't go to plan. Australian politicians have continued to react to the announcement that media magnate Rupert Murdoch is retiring as head of Fox and News Corp. The 92-year-old Mr Murdoch will become chairman emeritus of both companies, effective at board meetings from November. His son Lachlan will become News Corp chairman and continue as chief executive officer at Fox Corp. Foreign Minister Penny Wong declined to comment directly on Mr Murdoch's legacy, but has congratulated him on his retirement after a long career. Any fair-minded observer might, have, might say that you know, some of the News Limited papers might not exactly be cheerleaders in the Labor Party, but uh, that's what, ha what happens in, in a democracy, and I, uh, I wish him well for his retirement. Former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull, who has previously called for a royal commission into News Corp's ownership of Australian media outlets, has told ABC News that Mr Murdoch had a shocking legacy. He's built a vast global media empire and no doubt the business pages will give him credit for that. But he has done enormous damage uh, to the democratic world. Mr Murdoch has not responded to the comments from Turnbull or other global leaders. Global efforts to mitigate climate change are coming into focus ahead of the United Nations Climate Change Conference in November. Many countries have shifted their net zero targets since the Paris Agreement, which aims to avoid catastrophic temperature rises by limiting global warming to well below two degrees. Net zero is achieved when greenhouse gases emitted into the atmosphere are balanced out by those that are absorbed. Australia has set targets to reduce domestic emission levels by 43% below 2005 levels by 2030 and achieve net zero by 2050. Director of the Energy Institute at the University of Melbourne, Professor Michael Breer, says reaching net zero will require considerable investment. We need to completely rebuild our electricity system, but it's not just electricity. We have cars, we have aeroplanes, we have industry, we have agriculture, we have other things 
that are significant sources of greenhouse gas emissions. And we need to find ways over the next less than 30 years to abate those sectors. And in sport, Melbourne Victory Football Club have snapped up forward Emily Gilnick ahead of the new 2023-24 A-Liberty A-League season. The Matilda has made 109 A-League women's appearances throughout her career, netting 46 goals in her time in the league. Having missed out on the final 23 for Australia's squad in the recent World Cup, she joins fellow international players Lydia Williams and Elise Kellen-Knight. The 31-year-old has spent the last two years playing for English side Aston Villa in the Women's Super League. She has spent much of her career playing overseas, including in Liverpool, Munich and Sweden. And that's all this evening's latest headlines from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Katrina Stewart.